Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The New South Wales Blue side was named last night. We dropped our review on that very early this morning and our best 17. So you go and have a listen to that. Hopefully the Queensland one will drop very soon and we can get that out to you before we have to head into Bloke and Bar Studios. We also dropped our rapid review this morning that is there for you guys to go and have a listen to. Everything from round 15, all of my thoughts, uh, all of my notes and everything. We'll take a deeper dive though on Bloke and Bar today. Now, off the back of the New South Wales Blues squad announcement, there's probably been one guy that I've received the most questions about, and I'll talk about who it is in a minute. Uh, I think Freddie's picked this guy for a specific reason, and I understand why he's picked him for this specific reason. And to be honest with you, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I actually suggested that Freddie should pick this guy for that specific reason about 18 months ago or so. So it is good to see this guy get an opportunity. I'll talk about who it is in a minute, but I want to play a little game with you. We haven't played it in a while on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. It's called Blank Resume. We take two players, I rename them player A and player B, and we talk about their stats. Now, this isn't for the whole season. It's for the last seven weeks. So about the last two months of football, and I'm going to target the last seven weeks for a specific reason, and I'll tell you why after we've gone through. So we've got player A, player B. I've got a couple of stats here that I want to talk about, uh, and you can decide who's been the better player over the last seven weeks, who's the player that you would rather have Etc. Then I'll reveal them at the end. Also have a think about who you think those guys might be. So player A, 
has one try over the last seven weeks. Player B has three tries over the last seven weeks. So player B takes that one, three tries, two, one. Try assist. Player A has two try assists in the last seven weeks. Player B has zero try assists. So player A takes that one, two try assists to nil. Line breaks. Player A has two line breaks. Player B has one line break. Now, these are two centers, by the way, two centers. So, so far, tries falls away of player B, three to one. Try assist falls away of player A, two to zero. And line break slightly falls away of player A, two to one. Not much in it so far. Average run meters for the center that is player A, 167 meters per game over the last seven games. Player B, 150 meters per game over the last seven games. So player A takes that by about 17 meters, which might not seem like a lot, but over you know seven-odd games to get 20-odd more meters every single game, that sort of stuff adds up for me. Average post-contact meters, this is a big one. Now, player B has 49 post-contact meters per game over the last seven weeks. I will also add that this player has had a couple of huge runs throughout those weeks that have added a lot of meters. You'll understand what I'm saying at the end of it. But 49 post-contact meters per game over the last seven games for player B. Player A has 74 post-contact meters. So 25 meters in post-contact meters for the way of player A over the last seven weeks. Pretty damn impressive. Average tackle breaks. Not a heap in this one. Uh, Player A averages 4.5 tackle breaks per game. Player B averages 3.8 tackle breaks per game. So 0.7 in the favor of player A. Not a huge difference, though, realistically. Not much in that one, but definitely does favor player A over player B. Now, this is interesting. Defensively, we know that center, it can be a really tough spot in defense. You have to make a lot of decision tackles. Uh, If you miss tackles, it can be very costly. Player A, in the last seven games, has missed nine tackles, yeah? So you're looking at, what is it, 1.3 or something per game. Player B has missed 17 in their last nine tackles. So uh, almost double what player A has missed. So if I'm looking blank resume just based on these stats, I mean, player A has won one, two, three, four, five, six, six out of these seven categories. Uh, The only one that player B won was tries, which was three to one. Outside of that, uh, we're looking at 17 more posts, 17 more run meters per game. We're looking at 25 more post contact meters per game. We're looking at almost more one, one tackle break more per game. And we're looking at double the amount of missed tackles for player B over player A. Now, as I said, both of these guys are two strike centers in rugby league. Player B has been picked in or will be picked in Origin 2, played in Origin 1, played very well, may I add. And this isn't an insult to player B. I'm just throwing some stats at you to give you a bit of context. Player B is actually Valentine Holmes over the last seven weeks. Uh, now, I do think as far as the line breaks go, I think Val's been a little bit unlucky. He obviously didn't get a line break uh, for his huge run on the weekend that sort of won that game. So he probably should have. So that would even up the line breaks there. Uh, and you, but you've also got to add a couple of those plays that Val had you got to add those to his average run meters, which just sort of bumped them up a little bit. Um, that obviously, you know, that's another, what was it, 70 or 80 meters that, that, that he ran on the weekend. So that sort of bumps up his run meters a little bit. Um, 17 missed tackles in the last nine games. Not ideal for Val. Thankfully, his team scramble is so good that they've been able to sort it out. But... All of this is not an insult to Val Holmes. I think he's one of the premier centers in rugby league right now. I just wanted to give you a bit of context over the last seven weeks comparing two players. Now, that's player B, Val Holmes, one of the best players in rugby league, one of the most damaging centers in rugby league. Player A, 
was actually Sefer Talakai, uh, a guy that has been criticised over the last 24 hours for getting picked in this blue side. The common comment that I am finding is, why is Sefer Talakai there? He's been quiet since the Morgan Harper game. You know how many games ago the Morgan Harper game was? Seven. So from more, the Morgan Harper game and beyond, so I've taken out the Harper game, so it, it, it's, it's from the end of that game onwards. These are his stats since then. Now we know in that game, he had one of the games for the ages. He was incredible. It was one of the most... Um, Dominant first halves, I think, we have ever seen in NRL history. It was incredible. This is what Sifra is capable of. But since then, people tell me he's been quiet. Uh, and you know what? By Morgan Harpergate standards, he has been quiet. But I think you also need to have a look at his run meters. 160 run, 167. So you're almost looking at 170 run meters per game. That is incredible for a centre. That's crazy. Now, I want you to also consider that, I mean, he. when, when was the last time you remember, outside of the Morgan Harper game, when was the last time you remember Sifatalakai going for like a barnstorming run where he ran for a heap of metres? Because personally, I don't remember any of them. I hardly remember Sifa making that many um, line breaks over the last few weeks. I don't even remember Sifa being in that much space during the last few weeks. Uh, 74 post-contact metres. That is insane. To get that at centre when you're not, you know, breaking a thousand tackles, when you're not, you know, making a thousand line breaks, that is crazy for Sifa to have that many post-contact metres. It's the tackles that stand out for me, though. Nine missed tackles in his last seven games. Now, that's always been a problem for Sifa over a long period of time. Uh, he has really improved in that category, and he's got half the amount of missed tackles of that, of Valentine Holmes, which, to me... That's pretty damn good stats. I mean, I look at all these, and even if we give Val a couple of line breaks that he probably should have, but NRL stats don't officiate it that way, it's still a pretty dominant win to Sivitalikai in the last seven weeks, which is when people are telling me he's been really quiet. He's been quiet since the Morgan Harper game. And I personally think that people are being very harsh on him. Now, he hasn't been picked at centre. He's going to play as a middle. And I think this average run metres and post-contact metres and how damaging Sifa can be is why Freddie has gone for this. I really do. Now, the other thing I want you to consider is this. After that Harper game, the entire NRL was on high alert with Sifa Talakai. He was a marked man after that. Every centre that came into that game was being asked, oh, you're marking Sifa this week. We saw Tony Staggs. He really got up for this game. There's, you know, teams are doing extra homework on Sifa Talakai now. So I just want you to consider this as well, that whilst they're doing extra homework on him, they're really guarding up on him. The bloke outside him... He's had a pretty good seven weeks, Ronaldo Mulatalo. He has scored seven tries. Uh, he has had – how many line breaks has he had? Two, four, six, eight. He's had eight line breaks in the last seven weeks. Now, you know, might be a fluke, but to me that sort of says that Sifra is a really marked man at the moment and teams know that they have to double-team him and I think it's creating space for the guys around him. I also want you to consider with Sifra that over the last seven weeks something has changed in that Cronulla Shark side that I think has hindered him. It's been the fact that – they're trying to fit Wade Graham into this side. And I think if you understand rugby league, you can clearly see that when Wade is on that left edge, it's not quite the same edge. You put Wilton out there and he runs that hard line. He creates space for all the guys around him. I really do think that Wade Graham has played a role. And I thought Wade Graham would be the best thing for Sivir. So I got this completely wrong. And maybe he will be as we get further down the track. But I would argue that during this seven-week period, attacking-wise... 
Wade Graham has potentially made it a little bit tough uh, for, for Sifra out there because it's changed that edge a lot. They don't have that hard uh, line running back rower out there, which is able to create space for your outside men. Uh, it was also without Will Kennedy for a period of this time as well. Um, so there's been a lot of things that go into Sifra's last seven weeks. But I think if you just look at those raw stats, you can see that despite him not getting the line breaks, the tries, all the fancy stuff that we saw against the Manly Seagulls that night, he has still had a very good seven weeks. And I chose seven weeks specifically because it's that period since Morgan Harper where I must have had 35 messages over the last 24 hours saying, why is Siffer there? He's been so quiet since the Manly game. And look, as I said, he hasn't had the tries, he hasn't had the line breaks, all that sort of stuff, but he's been far from quiet. Coming out of his own end, doing tough stuff in defense, he's been really good that entire time. And I think it's something that people need to sit back and appreciate a little bit more with Sifa. It's not all about highlights. Freddie understands this. This is why I said at the start of last year, he is the sort of guy that I would love to see in origin. He is a real smoky because every time he takes a hit up, he draws in numbers. Every time he's on the field, you need to have your eyes on Siffer because he can break you apart in an instant. Now he's confident. Yeah, that's always been the worry with Siffer. He's never had a huge amount of confidence. He's never had the runs on the board uh, to show people what he can do. Now he does. He's got the backing of Brad Fittler. He'll be very, very excited for this one. I'm very keen to see him. He won't be playing center be coming off the bench, which for me honestly makes him more dangerous. He'll play 25 to 30 minutes where he is just told, hey, you be a fucking wrecking ball. You be a pain in the ass for those Queensland Maroons and you go 110% at them. It's, it's going to fire Sifra up even more knowing that people don't think he should be there. Very, very excited about this. I think Sifra deserves this. I thought he was going to be there last year. He came back in his return game, put on a high shot, got suspended, got himself in curry. It's all, there's always been something in Sifra's way. If it's not his inconsistency, it's an injury. It's a suspension. Now there is nothing standing in Sifra's way for the first time in his career. Brad Fittler has identified what this guy can bring to the Origin Arena, and I think he's going to do very, very well. And if you're doubting him, I think you're going to come to regret it. I don't think he's going to play huge minutes, as I said, 25 to 30 minutes, but I think they're going to be high-impact minutes, and I think he's going to be a great pick for the New South Wales Blues. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.